We are clear for takeoff. Welcome to What's the Play. Today is 2.15, and today... Today I'm, is 2.15 p.m. Uh, you, you, the whole day. The whole entire day? God damn. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I got I got a, a pair of pitties on, you know. For uh, our audio listeners. Yes, and I'm looking extra white trash today. We're recording during golden hour. The sun is slowly setting, so... We are watching this beautiful sunset as we talk about some football today. This is not a basketball podcast, so if you're here to listen to basketball and the NBA, tune in next time. Click off. Oh, two different approaches. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about a handful of different things. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl review. Obviously, it just happened. And then next year, we're going to make our absolute locks for next year's Super Bowl winner. It's wait, already, wait, wait. We're already deciding. We're doing it. that next year or doing that today? We're doing that today. For, we're making For next year? For next year. Once you make your lock, you can't go back on See, it. See, I thought we were like going to talk to ourselves in the future or something. No, no, no. We're making predictions. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, we I'll probably talk to myself eventually, you know. You know, in the bathroom laying down just in the bathroom in the bathtub crying while the water is drizzling over me talking about all the bad mistakes i made in my life wow i just poured out my heart to you you said wow yeah. thank you what else am I... what else we're talking about uh why the pro bowls don't really matter and we're going to talk about how richard sherman went in hard on matthew stafford when he didn't deserve it yeah yeah this man just achieved every life goal he had, mm-hmm. and Richard Sherman just wants to just bring in the poo parade. And no offense, but Richard Sherman doesn't have a lot of room to talk. He's been he's been buns the past three years. He had like a really good four year stretch, and what happened? Nothing. Started beating women. Facts, honestly, <laughs> his girlfriend or whatever hey, beating down their door. Uh, so let's jump into the first topic of the day: Super Bowl review. How'd you think about it? I thought it was a pretty good Super Bowl. Um, it wasn't overly exciting. Like, there wasn't any crazy plays. Um, but the Bengals did have a chance to win it at the end, even though they messed it up. So, Yeah, I've realized thinking back on this Super Bowl, I think the whole aspect of the Super Bowl and, like, the commercials and the halftime show really takes away from the game itself, you know? Like... It's a normal game, but it doesn't feel like a normal game. And not in a way as like a national championship, like the stakes are so high, blah, blah, blah. It just feels like an over-the-top type game, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it kind of takes away from the game itself. Uh, But the game itself, the aspect portion of the Super Bowl, of the game, whatever, uh, I thought it was pretty entertaining. It was nice to see uh, somewhat of a comeback, I guess you could say, by really the Bengals and the Rams. It was kind of like back and forth, I guess. Yeah, I would have liked more points, um, bigger plays, um, you know, more drama, really, because it kind of went exactly as I envisioned it was going to go, which, yeah. you know, made me feel smart, but also made my brain kind of bored, you know? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, the Rams are just the better team with players that are just unstoppable. You know, like no one could stop Cooper Cup and no one could stop Aaron Donald. Uh, so that aspect of the game, it's just like it's. You, there's nothing the Bengals can do about that, you know. Yeah. Old Joe Shiesty couldn't keep up with anything. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Yeah. 
wonder how long that will stay a thing, you know? Uh, I think it's over already. <laughs> I think I think if he would have won, it would have stayed the thing, his course, you know, his tra- trajectory over his life. But now that it's over, it's over, you know? No one's going to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, the Bengals aren't going back to the Super Bowl. No, my prediction is the Bengals don't go to the Super Bowl for the next 10 years. Yeah. I'm locking that up. not in. picking them for the playoffs, I'll tell you that right now. Facts. Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. And this young of a team, I don't think they have the mental capacity to – overcome something like that true yeah yeah anything else you want to talk about the super bowl um the halftime performance was uh pretty good yeah i think i th- i felt like they were going in too many directions at once if you feel me i agree with that it was like too many too many hands in the cookie jar yeah. you know like it should have been either dr dre and snoop dog doing all their hits or it should have been you know something like there's just so many artisans that there was to a point where like okay you got 45 seconds to do one of your songs honestly it was more like they were doing like 45 seconds do three of your best songs like we didn't even get like full songs you know it was really weird i think that's another aspect of the super bowl where they're just trying to cram so much into one thing you can't really enjoy a single aspect of it best commercial uh best commercial Honestly, I didn't really care for any of them. The most interested commercial I was in was the floating screen with the QR code that the you had coin to scan. Base. Yeah, that was probably the most interesting one because I've never seen that before. But I feel like none of them really stood out as hilarious or life-changing. Yeah, I did like uh, the Paul Rudd commercial. I don't even remember what company that was. Is that Lay's? I honestly have no idea. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, next. Next, let's talk about the 2023 Super Bowl winner projections not the Chiefs that's the one projection yeah because they're gonna pay Patrick Mahomes way too much money well his contract will kick in next year right I don't know I think so Uh, fair point honestly I could see the Rams going back I could see them going back to back really as long as Aaron Donald and Sean McVay don't retire which hot take they're not going to I can guarantee that I'll put money on that right now honestly it'd be more shocking if Aaron Donald retired than Sean McVay retired yeah yeah I I could see Sean McVay going to the TV booth but I still don't think it's gonna happen I still don't think it's gonna happen he's too young yeah uh Super Bowl predictions for next year. Probably the Cowboys, honestly. They're probably going to go all the way. I was kind of thinking the Bills. Yeah. Josh E. Allen. Yeah, I think, obviously, let's just go over the top few teams that will be in the conversation. I think the Bills, Chiefs. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm bored already. What I want us to do is pick one plea- one team that didn't make the playoffs who could win the Super Bowl next year. Ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm waiting. You can go. No, I'm waiting on you. Oh, okay. Uh, the Broncos. That's my prediction. I think they Are get. Are you joking? I think they get Aaron Rodgers, and I think they go Are all the way. Are you absolutely? What did I take yours? No, I just don't think they're good enough. Frankly, I was gonna say the Chargers. So you kind of stole my thunder, but I'll yeah. give an honorable mention to, like, the Ravens. Or... I can no. see the Browns or Never the Ravens. Mind. I can see the Browns or Ooh, Ravens. Oh, the Browns is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. The Dol- No, not the Dolphins. I don't know. It's so far away, it's so hard to project. 
Chargers, final answer. All right, I'm picking. Not really, though. I'm picking Bills, final answer. No, I could Ravens. See, I could see more teams not winning the Super Bowl than winning the Super Bowl. Really? Hot take, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me too. Anybody else you want to project? No. Okay. Uh, if there's a team that Mike McCarthy is coaching, not that one. Or Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator, not not yeah. winning. Not the Packers. I do feel like next year there's going to be a lot a lot more bad teams than good teams. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Right. Take it to the bank. Do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah. So. Oh, rec- whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Sorry. One more thing. Uh, so we've had two years in a row of the home team playing in their home Super Bowl. Yeah. And you know who hosts the Super Bowl next year? The Vikings? The Cardinals. Ooh. After all this turmoil. So and my this, question is, it's, it's looking like there's a, about a 67% chance that the Cardinals win the Super Bowl next year, Where did roughly. you get that number from? Just, just you wouldn't understand. But I would say 69% um, chance. Would you take that bet? That the Cardinals make the Super Bowl? That they win it. That they oh, win that the they home. Win it. They do. They pull a trifecta, you know? Three in a row. Yes, I would take that bet. <laughs> I would take that bet. That seems like a good bet. I mean, the Cardinals, you know... Should have done more, and I think they'll. I be, think the Cardinals have a better chance than the Packers. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. That makes sense. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Go ahead. Next. Next topic. We're going to talk about why the Pro Bowl doesn't matter. So recently, Richard Sherman has brought up Matthew Stafford into the mass media. And dragging his name through the mud, right? Yeah. And one of the statistics he brought up is that Matthew Stafford only has one Pro Bowl, right? Right. He also brought up the All-Decade team, which, don't get me started. That Didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, that doesn't matter at all. Uh, but I'm going to bring up why the Pro Bowl does not matter, and that that single statistic means nothing to his argument. One second, got to pull it up. I also found it pretty telling that Richard Sherman was like, I'll explain it more on my podcast tomorrow. Like, oh, so you're just a clout chaser. Like, you couldn't stand to not be a relevant NFL player for a year. You have to get a podcast and start trashing the guy who just won the Super Bowl on on there, you know? Yeah. So, obviously, there are better stats out there to prove this, but I just saw this, and it's already been made for me, so I'm not going to go dig even deeper because I think it portrays a valid argument. But... Active quarterbacks with more Pro Bowl selections than Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford been in the league, what, 20 years? Only has one Pro Bowl. I think 13. Jared Goff has two. Kirk Cousins has three. Andy Dalton has three. (laughs) Derek Carr has three. And I'm going to throw this out there because it says Kyler Murray has two, which he's actually good, but he's only been in the year for three years or been in the league for three years. So that's still kind of surprising. Right. Right. So let's just talk about that. Jared Goff should not be in any Pro Bowl vicinity at all well, I in think his this lifetime. Just goes to show you that like you don't have to be that good to make the Pro Bowl. Like, no, you just have to live in LA and play for that team. Especially if you're a quarterback. Yeah, you just have to be a popular guy. Yeah. Same so, with Andy um, Dalton. And I think that like the Pro Bowl is like one of those things where like they need players to actually play the game. So once guys start to have surgery in the offseason, opt out, obviously you can't play in the Super Bowl. Most players who go deep in the playoffs don't play in the Pro Bowl, yada, yada, yada. You end up with, like, the sixth 
group of players selected for the Pro Bowl, you know? Yeah. So, like, 70 players or something will make the Pro Bowl, and it's like, you're expecting people to, like, actually value that as an actual accolade? Like, I mean, look at Tom Brady. He's made it for the last, like, 15 years or whatever, but the last time he made it, or the last time he actually went was, like, 06 or something. Something insane. Like, a lot of players just do not participate in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, and I think, I feel like the Pro Bowl is only valuable to measure a player when it's, like, a role player, you know, like an underrated guy. Like, yeah. I'm not talking about Pro Bowls when we're discussing Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, but it's like, oh, hey, you know, X, this linebacker, he, you know, he had a down year last year, but he was a Pro Bowler two years ago. He could be a solid piece. That's kind of along the lines of what it actually in my mind, at least. Yeah, for me, in my mind, I value it as more as a business aspect for an NFL team because Pro Bowl is simply just a popularity contest. And if you want a team that needs to sell more jerseys or whatever, just get a guy with a lot of Pro Bowls because obviously the fans like him, they vote for him. That's how I see it. And not as le- actually as a, a, a NFL statistic to prove how good a player is. True. Yes. Okay, I want to keep going, though, because this gets deeper. Active quarterbacks with as many Pro Bowl selections as Matthew Stafford. Mitchell Trubisky also has more MVP uh, selections than Matthew Stafford, which is probably more of a valuable uh, statistic. Right. Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. He also was out of the league for four years with a major injury. It wasn't actually four years, but you get it. Nick Foles. That was more like 10, honestly. Yeah, past Super Bowl MVP or past Super Bowl winner in Nick Foles. Oh, Ryan Tannehill, which actually he's probably get more over the past couple of years, but he's still, if you compare him to Matthew Stafford one-on-one, he's a load, a pile of garbage, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, With yeah. like flies flying around. He is the crap on the bottom of the flies nutsack, right? <laughs> When you compare him to Matthew Stafford as a quarterback, he's the, all right. The tides have turned. We've shifted the hate from Matthew Stafford to Ryan Tannehill. No, no. We're going even deeper, okay? Deeper. Carson Wentz has one Pro Bowl, right? This guy has been injured more than a horse about to get put down. You know what I mean? Like broken leg after broken leg after broken leg. The team is talking about not even wanting him on the team right now. Yeah. Either cutting him or trading him just to get rid of his contract. True. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. (laughs) Carson Wentz is so bad that the Eagles who drafted him decided to trade him away, right? Right. For a load of garbage. They don't care what they're getting back. Actually, they didn't get a first-round pick, but that's besides the argument. Go ahead. Matthew Stafford only has one Pro Bowl. So does Carson Wentz. In the end, this shows that Pro Bowls don't matter. Okay, also... Mac Jones, rookie. Yeah. Over Matthew Stafford. That's whack. Uh, and then Josh Allen, which Josh Allen is like, how does he only have one Pro Bowl? That doesn't make sense. It's because he lives in Buffalo. Buffalo. A population of 500. Don't get me wrong. I like Buffalo. I like the Bills Mafia. Don't, don't send them to that house. Low. But I'm just saying, like, Josh Allen only has one. That's probably – that. that's insane. And, I mean, let's let's get this right. Matthew Stafford has been an MVP-level candidate, right? That talent level for the past 10 years, right? Right. He's just playing with a group of non-athletic hillbillies. Well, 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 well. Well. He has had a good receiver, too. 
Yes. But the, they're the Lions, man. I know. They're the you Lions. You know how it goes with the Lions. Jim Ole Caldwell. Doesn't, if, even when they have their good players, they lose. Matt Patricia. Yeah. Right? There's just nothing good about Detroit or anything that comes. So there's only one thing that came out of Detroit. Eminem. Slim Shady, baby. Oh, Slim Shady. Yep. Okay. Do you, anything else you want to talk about this? No. I'd rather have my quarterback winning Super Bowls than doing the gritty in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Okay, let's move on. So, as we've said before, Richard Sherman called out the integrity of Matthew Stafford's – not the integrity, of uh, – Legitimacy. Matthew uh, – Richard Sherman called out the legitimacy of Matthew Stafford's career and resume. I don't even know how this got started. Why are you going to call a guy, like, not Hall of Fame worthy? He's getting overrated. When old Joe Shiesty has one good season and people think he's the best quarterback in the league, right? So, I mean, that's a different argument. Who cares? So, he talked about how he's not a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. Well, we decided, let's go through some other Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks that people are just like, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, where we're like, we need to question that a bit more, right? <coughs> Compared to Matthew Stafford. Let's go on. So, I looked up football, pro football reference, and their Hall of Fame quarterback monitor. We're going to go down the list and talk about some of the guys. Number one on the yes, list. Sir. Not even in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Timothy Brady. Oh, Tom Timothy Brady. Brady? Yes. Timothy B. B. Barnacle Brady. Right? <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. He didn't He didn't put in that work. Nah. Let's just, let's just get by him. He deserves it. Aaron Rodgers, does he deserve it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he deserves it. Let's be honest. Okay, so, and then Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees deserves it. I yeah. think these are pretty obvious. Well, let me tell you something really quickly. Uh... If you're going to let people like Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame, guys like Joe Flacco, who are going to, you know, that kind of guy, the, the those players who, like, just play forever, yeah, then let Matthew Stafford in the Hall of Fame. Well, Quit joking. Like, we don't have a bunch of plumbers and mailmen in the Hall of Fame from the 40s and 50s and like 60s. Like, Joe Namath. How is he going to make it, like, right? Let's just be honest. Like, Yeah. Bob Greasy. There's a lot of players who are not deserving of the Hall of Fame. Matthew Stafford is not one of them. Richard Sherman. Are you done with that? Yeah. Okay, let's go back to this list. So, the average Hall of Fame quarterback on their metric is rated at a 109, right? Right. So, for reference, Tom Brady is a 259, right? Okay. More than double that. So... We listed off the few quarterbacks that are above the 109. Obviously, they're shoe-ins. Now we're going to get into some guys that I don't know. Do they deserve it? Do they not deserve it? Number one guy at 102, Matt Ryan. Does he deserve it? Um, And my personal— More than Eli Manning, but no. <laughs> we haven't got there yet. I do not think Matt Ryan deserves it. Yeah, I don't Just think because so I think at He's some very point, close. I just think— you got to win a Super Bowl, you know. I mean, I know Super Bowl is a team thing, but before Matthew Stafford won that, won the Super Bowl, I would have been like, probably not. But now that he has, there's a real argument for him, right? Because Super Bowl is, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Uh, I'm going to push back a little. To me, to be in the Hall of Fame, you have to be like, were you a top five player at your like in the league, in your position, right? Yeah. Were you an actual like perennial 
all-star? Like, were you good for enough seasons, and were you good enough in those seasons for me to consider you one of the greatest players to ever play in the NFL? And when I think of Matt Ryan, he just doesn't do it for me, you know? Like, he had a lot of seasons where he was one of the top 10 best quarterbacks, you know? Obviously, he won that MVP in their Super Bowl season. But even then, it wasn't like an overly impressive season. He's pretty much never had a year on that level before or since. So I just don't think he's there. Yeah, I don't think he's there either. Kind of what you just said. And you're right. It doesn't help that he never really like put on a show in the playoffs. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, next guy. Who am I going to poop on next? Uh, even 100. Big Ben. Does he deserve the Hall of Fame? Big Ben is tougher because I wasn't around for his whole freaking 46-year career. Yeah. I will, I'm fine with putting Big Ben in the Hall of Fame because he's got two rings. And from what I understand, like he was pretty good. I was going to say I think this is a definite yes compared to some of these other guys we're going to talk about. Just because recency bias, the past three, four years, he's been absolute garbage trash. But in his... In his prime, he might have not been a top three quarterback, but he was consistently a top five, top ten quarterback that just stood in the pocket, took hits, and delivered dimes with those two, you know, Super Bowl wins. I think yeah. that really helps. So I, I think he deserves it. Uh, next guy, 98, Phillip Rivers. And this is an absolute no. Not for me. Nada. Not a chance. Not a chance in hell I'm letting him in there. Yeah, I I don't think so either. Philip Rivers is kind of like Matt Ryan to me, like same kind of thing. Like never really did anything in the playoffs. Yeah. Never really maybe had a cup one year or two where he was like a top 5 quarterback, but outside of that kind of just dealing more in like the the 5 to 15 range. Yeah, I think he's just uh, a good about good, average. Good not great. Yeah, good not great without an MVP and I mean, Matt Ryan at least had the MVP. All right, let's go through some other guys. Even Next. though I, I will say I do think Phillip Rivers was a better player over the course of his career than Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So, next guy, oh, Eli Manning. Hell no! I think there can be an argument there, but I think there's a better argument for Eli Manning than there is for Phillip Rivers, right? Just because it's two Super Bowl wins. But... I mean, when you watch him play, he was never that good. I could go into heavy detail. And I will. I will go into heavy detail. All right. Was never, never a top five quarterback. Barely ever a top ten quarterback in the league. Okay. He had two Super Bowl runs as like a six seed. Mm-hmm. So we're not, I'm not going to like act like he just was you know dominant for those two seasons you know he stands alone no okay they got in the playoffs he was carried by his defenses it took two of the most improbable plays in nfl history to get him those rings yeah not saying they're not legitimate but i'm saying eli manning is more joe flacco than he is you know matt stafford matt ryan even those guys yeah okay and he's definitely not a Hall of Fame talent quarterback because, like, he just – he was never that good. I agree with that. So, to me, Eli Manning is the classic example of where the Hall of Fame fails because he played for so long. You know, he's, he's like, top ten in, you know, ex, so many stats. But, like, 
He was never actually an elite quarterback. No. All right, next guy. A guy that was... I put Michael Vick in the Hall of Fame before Eli Manning. Wow, wow. Okay, next guy. I actually probably would put Michael Vick in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if I would. Now, that's a controversial political statement. That is controversial. But, you know, every man makes mistakes. If Big Ben can get in, so can old Mike. So we can go over this next guy and then go through a speed run of a few different guys. Russell Wilson. Yeah. See, this is close, right? Because... I think he's. I think he's got a better case than Stafford. I think. Oh yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I think he's probably got the best case of anybody we've named. I think right now it's like he's rocky. Like I'd probably put him in there, but I think over the next five years of his career, he's really going to solidify that. So I think at the end of his career, it's going to be a definite yes. To me, he's already a yes. You're in, Russ. <laughs> next, Cam Newton. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Just because he had a dominant stretch of four years, we could say, right? And only really one year was really that good. The other three years he was good, but he made a he. I mean, he made a lot of mistakes with fumbles and interceptions, and then the rest of his career is just dog water. Uh, I think if he could have won that Super Bowl, this would have been a lot different because winning that Super Bowl for him would have been all on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say I think that if I was the one inducting everyone to the Hall of Fame. I don't think I would put Cam Newton in, you know. Yeah. I think he would just barely miss it. But I think that with the shape of the Hall of Fame now, if you're going to let like a Eli Manning in, Philip yeah. Rivers, then I think Cam Newton should be in. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Like in a perfect world, I don't think he actually reaches he's like he's just barely off. Yeah. But you know, in in this world, I think he has a better case than a lot of these guys. Yeah. In my world, I'm just fixing the Hall of Fame, right? You know what I mean? I'm not I'm I'm arguing him as all these guys are not making it, you know, that we're talking about. Even though Eli Manning will probably make it. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Next guy. Oh, Patty Mahomes. Yeah. I think as of now, no, just because he's played like five years, but I think that's going to obviously change over the next five years. Yeah. I think in five years, ten years in his career, he'll make it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, unless, unless there's some crazy some yeah. crazy happens. But as of now, I mean, it's just been five years. Honestly, in those five years, you could probably say he deserves it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Which is kind of crazy to think about. All right, and then all the way down at the list, the lonely Matthew Stafford. Does he deserve to make it? Yes. I think he does. I think he does, too. I think, obviously, he's still got more in the tank. He's got a couple more years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, still remains to be seen a little bit. If he wins a second Super Bowl, then I think it's pretty much easy. Yeah. You know, if he has a couple more dominant seasons, you know, well, I think that yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy. If he starts to struggle after this season... Then it becomes a little bit more difficult, and we kind of have to wait and see where he stacks up at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. But um, that's where I'm at right now with old Matt. I think over his career, even though he might have not been known as a top-five guy, I think he was a top-five guy for several seasons, right? Even though mass media probably didn't look at him at the with the Detroit Lions. But with his success that he had with the Detroit Lions, I think that let alone, like, he was able to carry them through so much. He had two appearances in the playoffs. I know. Being able to do that, let alone, deserves a Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. Plus, he, you know, 
won the Super Bowl, so that helps a lot. True. Anything else you want to say about these guys? Screw you, Eli Manning. And Peyton Manning. You know, they're actually kind of funny. I like Yeah, them. I mean, yeah. Ever I, ever since. You know, I like him. They're just, he's just not. You know. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Stay out of the hall. Anything, anything Put else? Chad Johnson in the Hall of Fame. I have no idea who that is. Ocho Cinco. Oh, Ocho Cinco. He deserves it. Old 85. Yep. And, and Barry Bonds. Yeah, Barry Bonds deserves it. But that's a whole different conversation. Pete Rose. We won't even who talk else about is that. There? I don't know about Pete Rose. He was a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Give it to Pete Russell. Ben Roethlisberger, baby. <laughs> hey, touche, touche. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to say in this episode? Uh, no. All right, well, this has been another episode of What's the Play. Thanks for watching. And see Thanks you guys. for listening. Yeah, and you can follow us on all of our different you know, platforms. See you guys later. Bye.